Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Hi, this is Janine Bolin with the Practical Mystic Show, and today I wanted to talk about you finding your own divine path. But first, before I go into that, I'd like to chat with you a little bit about how I found mine and then some of the definitions that I have so it would bring a little bit more clarity. Uh, I share this with you because after decades-long search for my own source, for my own creator, through meditation and hundreds of indescribable experiences, and after years of internal psychological training, it was still very stressful for me to receive the vision that I needed to write a series of books and perform a podcast on these sorts of spiritual trainings that I received. Because you kind of have to remember, I had written for years on basic principles of personal money management, math, science, and homeschooling. And I just so did not consider myself a writer of the metaphysical world. After all, the information that I had been given over the 20-something years had come from the spiritual plane, not through the normal channels of lessons, courses, or a scholarly pursuit of a theology degree. I see huge differences in the way spirituality is approached. My personal definition of spirituality is broken down into the approach used by the individual. There are mystics, and then there are theologians. Mystics have personal experiences with the divine and get their knowledge from metaphysical experiences. Theologians study the divine, relying on the written word and knowledge brought about by long hours of committed scholarship. I found myself being asked to write about spirituality that had been informed by experiences gained from a blend of exposures to multiple countries, cultures, and canons, so that I couldn't ascribe a single source for my viewpoint. The best I could do when I was introducing myself was, Hi, I'm Janine Bolin, a recovering Catholic. And all I could do was go from there. How was I supposed to write a series of books on the divine? The experiences I had undergone were too far outside of anything I had read or heard about from other people. Living or dead, for that matter. How was I supposed to reveal such an intimate understanding when so much of my training had been to not talk about personal things? When I sat in meditation to get inspiration, I was given a simple suggestion. Janine, just start writing. So I did. The biggest aspect of God's realm, Daddy's realm, or Source's realm, however you refer to Source, that I was compelled to share with you is his perspective filtered through my itty-bitty tiny teeny perspective. God, or Source, is too vast and too enigmatic to allow a single soul like me to know all there is to know about Source. However, this itty-bitty perspective that I do have may be able to help you along your own spiritual path in remembering all that you are. If nothing else, it'll just give you an example. Consider me a case study. The point is this. You can communicate directly with your Source or Creator in a loving, peaceful way without the need for external validation from anyone. The way you are living your life is correct for you, and if folks around you don't like it, well, that's just too bad. Your boss is your source. Your boss is your creator. Your boss is your own version of your higher self. There is so much love and light in the upper realms of creation. I hope that 
this particular podcast and the books that I have written can give you a glimpse into the heaven on earth and beyond. This can be yours, and I hope that the works I have presented to you inspire you to go within and learn more about the source for yourself. The questions that originally drove me into learning more about the divine were these, why are we humans here on earth? Well, I had that question answered for me. The answer I received, and I don't know if this answer is appropriate for you or not, is that the main reason we are here on earth is to create, to create the life that we love, to create joy, to create relationships, to build, to expand, to learn more about what and who we are. The second question that drove me was, why do we have life and death? Well, that question was answered for me as well. Actually, we don't have life and death. There is no such thing as death. The soul is always alive, forever and all eternity. When we forget who we are and we come into this human being uh, that we feel we are, this cute little three-dimensional avatar, we're here on life to experience as much of it as we can in this limited three-dimensional space-time. Consider it the wonderful ride this amazing roller coaster of mental thoughts and human emotions it's one of the few places in the universe that have all that it has here on planet earth i know that may sound a little weird but you can refer to my books as uh, as a reference for all this why is there so much suffering in the world well believe it or not some people pick it and i know that may be really harsh to some, but those sufferings are people realizing that they've disconnected from their source energy and that they need to refer back through meditation and through higher emotional states to get back to that source. This is a very complicated section, and I don't want you to think that I am not compassionate to those who are in need. Just realize that there are choices that are being made every day by people. And so when you wonder why is there so much suffering into this world, well, the idea is to help you choose what to do with your life so that when you see someone suffering, you have a choice. You can help them and make different choices for yourself. We're all learning together. All 8 billion souls that are human that are on this planet are all creating and learning from one another. Why can't we all just get along? Well, that one was answered for me too, and that's because everybody wants something different from this planet. (laughs) Everybody wants something different. They all want their own experiences. And guess what? There's conflicts with that sometimes. (laughs) One of my biggest one was, why does my my heart hurt so bad now that my mother is dead and she is with you, God? I was 21 when I had that question, and it took a few years of meditation and understanding and some training as a shaman before I truly understood why my heart hurt, and that was because I was pinching myself off from my own intuition and my own source energy from that. My hope is that you learn to connect with your own soul, and remember that you too have answers to your own life questions. Any question, no matter how complicated, convoluted, or contorted, will be answered by your connection with your source energy, with your God, with your connection, however you want to refer to that, with all that is. So how do you do this? Well, from my life experiences and having spoken to hundreds of mystics, healers, psychics, 
mediums, and scholars, I have found that there are a few methods that work when it comes to reconnecting with source energy. The first one is meditation. The second one is self-analysis. And the third one is journaling. When it comes to meditation, there are thousands of ways to meditate, and it doesn't take long. You can meditate for three minutes a day and find a peace and calmness coming upon you. You don't think that you have to meditate for hours. It can take a very short period of time. I would recommend, when you're first starting out, three minutes, and not to really push it much longer than 15 minutes, unless you're finding peace and joy and comfort in it. But don't force yourself to sit for longer than three minutes if you're struggling. The next one is self-analysis. Make sure that you ask yourself why a lot. Why did you think that? Why are you thinking that? When you have a situation that pops up and you get triggered and you react emotionally to it, ask yourself, why am I reacting that way? Did that person really mean it that way? Why am I taking it that way? Self-analysis is a great way to remind yourself that you are a divine being. And the third one is journaling. Take time every day to just sit and write your thoughts down. It's a wonderful thing to go back years later and see how much progress you've made in when you journal. It is a form of connecting with your higher self. And here's a bonus one for you. Singing. When was the last time you sang? Did you know that when you sing, you put your soul in a higher frequency, higher vibratory rate while it's in the body? Singing is a universal language, whether you can carry a tune or not. I recommend that you sing. And if you don't like the way you sing, then whistle. And if you don't know how to whistle, hum. These are all ways of vibrating at a higher frequency to kind of throw off some of the negativity you might be experiencing today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We produce it every Friday. Go ahead and follow and subscribe to us. And if you'd like more information and articles on what is happening with the Practical Mystics, go to thepracticalmystics.com and there you will find a community. Have a fantastic day today and do your best to stay in that alignment that brings you the most comfort and joy. This is Janine Bolin with The Practical Mystic Show. This has been The Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the 8gates.com. Thanks for listening.